Hello and welcome to Scan Talk by GS1 Ireland, the stories, the people and the standards transforming our daily lives. Today on the show, I'm joined by Aidan Duffy of DF5 e-commerce. So welcome to the show, Aidan. Hi, Fanula. Thanks very much for inviting me on the podcast. No worries at all. Thanks for being here. Aidan, you help Irish brands to start selling on Amazon. Tell us a little bit more about what your business and what you do. Sure, yeah. So um, what, what I do is I help uh, Irish brands of kind of medium and large sizes to sell on Amazon. So they sell um, primarily in the UK because of our geographic uh, closeness with the, the UK market. Mm. But as your many of your listeners will have heard, the really big news that Amazon have opened a an enormous fulfillment center now on the Nace Road. Yes, yeah. It was really a massive opportunity for um, Irish brands to get on to Amazon easier and to get their goods to customers um, much faster. Yeah. So what does it actually mean? So for for Irish businesses, because up until this point, all the fulfillment centers, our nearest fulfillment centers would have been in the UK. So what does it actually mean for Irish brands and for Irish consumers that we now have a fulfillment center in Ireland? Yeah, so let's, I suppose there there's two kind of uh, angles. And um, as a brand owner, you kind of need to think about both of those. So from a consumer's perspective, what it means is fast, free delivery um, and that means same day in urban areas from that big okay. warehouse in Dublin. And it's it, for the people who've driven by it, it's like it's uh, you can it really stands out in the landscape. But mm. if you haven't, it's the size of uh, Crow Park, and they're going wow. to store millions of units. And that's their 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 plan is to store millions of units for free deli- for fast free delivery. Um, so. It's from a consumer's perspective, it's going to make um, uh, the ability to buy and get your goods, uh, get your intended goods uh, very quickly. Mm. So it's already like, I I mean, I have Amazon Prime and it's just amazing Mm. to be able to go on and, and, you know, you need something and it arrives within a day or two. But you're saying that with this fulfillment center now, potentially things could be arriving next day if you're in an urban area. Yeah, I'd say next day, potentially even same day. Um, wow. in urban area depending on the time you order like even shipping from the uk it, it, it the goods do to if you order on friday night you can get it on sunday so if you add mm. in all that extra capacity then um i'm sure it would be doing the same day in in urban areas or in dublin anyway which is obviously the lar- largest uh kind of um group of consumers in the same geographic area mm. So how can Irish businesses maybe kind of take advantage of this opportunity that's just come up um, and start selling on Amazon? How, how can they get started? Yeah, so I suppose the, the first thing is kind of to maybe to realise that there are not many Irish brands on Amazon. Mm. So because of the, the problem in, in, in kind of getting goods to, to the UK, um, to send them back to Ireland, it was it was never, there was always that kind of, that uh, difficulty in logistics and with Brexit as well, that was mm. a, a, a big issue. Okay, so um, there are very few Irish brands on Amazon. I've, a marketing list that I got recently had 500 Irish brands on it and you wouldn't recognise the vast majority of those. Yeah. There are a handful I'm even of, surprised there's 500 because yeah. I, I've seen very few um, uh, Irish brands anytime I've, I've gone looking on, yeah. on Amazon. 
Yeah, just just before this uh, the show, I looked at kind of top five Irish brands on Amazon, and they're they're nowhere to be seen. Mm. But I suppose just just because they're the brands are not there doesn't mean that there's search traffic where those brands could sell to uh, on Amazon. Mm. So Amazon Ireland have one million customers as of two years ago. And okay. um, so what you get is there's an enormous Irish market of people who cannot buy from Irish brands because the brands are not selling on Amazon. And why do you think that is, Aidan? Why up to this point have Irish brands not been taking advantage of the opportunities on Amazon? Yeah, I suppose for me, it's it's in in the UK. If Amazon is like it's a well, it's it's very well known. You're mm. you're you're probably going to live close to one of the distribution centres. It's all over the TV, and it's only kind of recently that we've seen Amazon really kind of um, invest more in the Irish market in mm. terms of local uh, advertising. Um, kind of running ads on local TV and kind of running webinars for, and they're actively looking for Irish sellers now at the moment. There's mm. a group of people in Amazon who are actively recruiting Irish sellers. So it, Amazon is very high in the consciousness in the UK, and we're we're not yeah. really at that point yet in Ireland. The second part is to use Amazon's fulfilled by Amazon capability, which allows a brand owner to send cases or cartons of products and then amazon to do the individual shipping to take advantage of that you have to ship your goods to the uk mm. and as we know that's kind of uh, problematic so what's okay. what's happened what's going to happen or we expect to happen with the new uh, fulfillment center is that amazon will allow these goods to come in to um to allow uh, sellers to send the goods to the dublin factory and then okay. there'll be the Amazon network. And is that the case at the moment or is that something, because they've only just recently opened it, haven't they? So is that facility in place yet? Uh, that isn't in place yet. And yeah. in the, the conversations that I've had with Amazon, they're not at the point now where they want to confirm what seller services will be uh, mm. available, but it's it's definitely expected because it's an enormous investment and it's really an obvious choice for Amazon to to get more Irish brands onto the platform. For sure. And just, I guess, taking a step back for a minute, maybe you could explain to our listeners the kind of the different ways that sellers can sell through Amazon. So I know you mentioned their FBA, but there are other options, aren't there? So maybe you could just go through those, um, Aidan, if you don't mind. Yeah. So from a brand owner's perspective, um, you can either sell FBA, which is fulfilled by Amazon, or FBM, fulfilled by Merchant. So mm-hmm. if you take fulfilled by Amazon, you put together multiple uh, units, cases, cartons, pallets, um, and you send those goods into Amazon. They accept them into their logistics network, and then they use their fast and their uh, investment in the in the logistics uh, network in the UK and Ireland, in Europe, in the US, um, to deliver those goods to the customer. So Amazon charge uh, an FBA fee uh, for making that delivery on your behalf. Mm. But then if we go to Fulfilled by Merchant, so Fulfilled by Merchant means that the brand owner prepares, when they get an order, they prepare that order, they ship the order directly to the customer without going through any of Amazon's uh, network. Mm. So that's there's no FBM 
logistics fee, but you do have to pay a courier or a postage fee yourself. Mm. So uh, Amazon encourages you to use their uh, logistics network to use the FBA um, program. They charge you for that and then they take over the delivery, uh, the individual consumer unit delivery. Okay. And I guess the reason they do that is because they can ensure, you know, a really feel like they're all about being super, super fast and efficient, aren't they? And I guess they can kind of oversee that if they're if you're using the um, FBA option. Yeah, so they, they have they've invested quite a lot in the UK and now in Ireland into their network and they they believe that their delivery and logistics is the best and the fastest. Mm. So um, they encourage you to do that. And the way they encourage you is by giving you um, increased ranking um, for if your product is going through FBA rather than through FBM. Because in, in theory, any brand could could start selling without really knowing what's involved in shipping a, an individual box of their product to mm. a customer. And they know if they control the the last mile delivery, then um, they know they can give a quality uh, service to their customers. So the best experience possible. Best experience. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So if, say, for example, there's somebody listening today and they're thinking, okay, I have this business. I'm selling yeah. on Shopify or I'm selling in retail stores, selling locally. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting started on Amazon and you know especially trying to take advantage of this maybe this potential opportunity with the new fulfillment center open where should they start i suppose what what i'd start with is with the public um amazon site so just go on to amazon.co.uk and um put in if it's a smallish brand you probably won't have anyone any anyone searching for your brand name mm. but what i would do is i would try to identify the key search term for your top product so if that's um strawberry jam or colored paper or um something like that or mm. uh, riding boots let's say depending on which category you're you're looking at so you Think of what your key search term would be and you enter that into the search bar on Amazon and you see what comes back. So you could, depending on the category, and there's a wide variation of opportunities on Amazon because it's a, it's a horizontal marketplace. So they ship uh, practically everything. Um, mm. You can have a look at the results and see, okay, who what's my competition like are there brands that i uh, know and and uh, recognize in the result set what kind of prices are they selling at and also to to try to add the products to your cart because what i found in in the viability studies that i've done on amazon is that there can be if i was a uk resident I could have 20 options or 20 people competing for the buy box to sell me um, a particular product. But mm. if I'm living in Ireland, there could be four options. Mm. So I had a recent uh, experience. So we do the viability studies for brands to figure out, you know, what, what are my chances on Amazon and to try to predict what the search volume is. So how many mm. people are searching for my product, what the competition um the level of competition is uh, how much sales the brand owners are making. Mm. Um, and we, we kind of put all of these things together, but f- for a brand owner themselves, 
you can go in, you can look at the competition, uh, you can investigate the referral, the category fee, the referral fees for your category. Um, as a as a ballpark, the referral fee uh, that's the percentage that you pay to Amazon for facilitating the sale is fifteen percent. Fifteen is it for, for a product for a product? Yeah, and then let's say grocery, it's fifteen percent for a product that sells for more than ten pounds, mm. and eight percent for a product that sells for less than ten pounds. Okay, you can come up with a rough profitability of what Amazon would look like for you. And then the number of search results gives you the competitive landscape to go, you know, okay, who are we competing against? Okay. But the, a key thing to keep in mind is that if you're if you're an Irish uh, customer, the competition is going to be way less than if your customer address was in the UK. So if brands are looking at the Irish mm-hmm. market, they'll have much less competition than if they're looking at the UK market. Okay, so say an Irish customer looking for an Irish product, they you're saying that they'd be less likely to be competing against a product coming from the UK, is that right? Well, what I'm saying is that an Irish customer looking for a generic product like strawberry jam, yeah. so not all of the sellers will ship to Ireland. So maybe twenty mm. percent of the sellers will ship to Ireland. Okay. <clears throat> so you're only competing against sellers anywhere potentially who are saying that they can ship to Ireland. But obviously, if yes. you're in Ireland, you're going to be shipping to Ireland. If you're an Irish exactly. brand in Ireland, you're going to be shipping to Ireland. Okay, yeah. interesting. So that sounds like a, an amazing opportunity then to kind of for Irish brands to get in when there is less competition on the platform. Yeah, like you, you can take it for sure that there's. There will be a lot, like you might see uh, 500 search results on the page for your top search term, but a lot of those won't ship to Ireland. Mm. And if the ones that ship to Ireland, they could add on seven uh, pounds of a delivery mm. charge. So that's why you got to go as far as look at the top 10 listings, add them to your basket, see is there a delivery charge, and it kind of changes the game then in terms of can I be competitive with those listings? Um, okay. Compared to if I was in mainland UK, when I could have twenty people, you know, uh, try to sell the same product to me. Interesting. So, do your research is what you're saying. See what's yeah. on the platform already. See how they're writing their listings, what keywords they're using, and kind of add to cart. Go through the whole customer experience, and and yeah. you'll learn a lot from that. Yeah. Um. What are you did mention a few names of Irish brands? Can you give us an example of an Irish brand that's already selling on Amazon now? I have, um, we just recently had Colin O'Brien on the podcast who has a new product called Peggy Rain, and he spoke a lot about his experience. He was just getting started on Amazon and yeah. he, he spoke a lot about, um, you know, the opportunity that Amazon presents. Um, what Irish brands have you worked with, or what Irish brands do you know of that are currently selling on Amazon? Yeah, I suppose the the major the really good example is uh, Connecticut. So they do a really good job on Amazon. You can tell um, they they've put a lot into their um, their listings, and they they understand you know what really what target market they're they're aiming for. Mm. So they're quite experienced in terms of Amazon. They could be on two three years, and um, there are some Irish food brands that sell through resellers. 
So mm. they might, um, they would, they would be shipping product in pallets to resellers in the UK, and then the resellers list their brands on okay. a. And there's a there's a kind of a a, a a danger in brands allowing bigger brands allowing resellers to create their Amazon listings is that they don't have any control mm. um, over the listings. They don't have any, the brand itself doesn't have any control over the delivery, but a customer doesn't know that. So the customer doesn't mm. know that it's not Connecticut that's making the sale or Flavins that's making the sale. Mm. And the brand can get damaged depending on the behavior of the reseller. Okay. So that's, yeah, interesting. That's yeah. If they're, if they're late or if something is yeah. wrong with the product or whatever, it's potentially, yeah. potentially damaging to their brand. Yeah. yeah. But the, um, like our, I think all brands understand that. You need your own uh, direct-to-consumer website with your brand name. Mm. But they should have equally the same concern over we need to register on Amazon because my resellers, and that doesn't include authorized resellers, that could be anyone who's buying a product in another market and then mm. moving it to the UK and um, you know not, um, not given the, the experience to the customer that the brand would want. Okay. And you mentioned, you know, you've mentioned a couple of food brands there. Is there anything different about selling food on Amazon as opposed to maybe consumer goods, electronics and and the type of stuff that people generally think of when they think of Amazon in terms of, you know, shelf stability and things going off and say, you know, you mentioned jam there, like glass jars. Like, is there anything that food producers have to think about in particular when it comes to selling on Amazon? Yeah, I, I suppose it's it's um, if <clears throat> just one sec. If if you're thinking about Amazon, you're thinking about a customer getting an individual consumer unit. So that there needs to be some thought going into the packaging then. Mm. And uh, brands who sell to retailers would ship in large quantities, and they might have the packaging completely um 100 reliable in enormous quantities but not at the individual consumer unit level mm. so if marketplace sale is a different beast in that kind of a way because you're the retailer is doing a lot of the the looking after your product and making sure that it's displayed right and mm. making sure that it arrives on the shelf uh, undamaged because they wouldn't accept those goods otherwise the marketplace that responsibility is shifted more towards the brand because mm. you have to understand, you know, what what are my customers looking for? Have I got all of that on the listing? Have I got really good product photography? Because I'm competing with everyone else side by side on the it's that's what um, just like on the retail shelf, you know, mm. this is the digital shelf. So you gotta understand a little of those concepts um, to kind of maximize your return from Amazon. So that's, I suppose, like Amazon itself will have, you know, the refrigeration, all of those. Mm. If you put your product in the right category, they'll treat it in the right way. But there's definitely, it's a self-service platform. So you need to understand more about how to market your product Mm. to your customer is and how Amazon works to make a success of it on on a large scale. Okay, so they do have, that's interesting that they do have the capacity for refrigeration and that type of thing. I, I actually didn't really know that. And the other thing you said is to think about the consumer packaging, so the individual kind of how it'll arrive to somebody's house if they order one jar of something or one packet of something. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, you kind of touched on this before, but I guess maybe we'll we'll talk about this a little bit more. You mentioned, you know, your listings and how important your listings are, your product photography. Can you tell us a little bit about sort of the the product information that you need to have um, to to kind of get the most out of your listings on Amazon? Yeah. So the, it, if you think about Amazon as a as a uh, a template from a product uh, point of view. So depending on what product you're selling on Amazon, they will have different fields. Okay. So electronics, an electronics product might have the voltage, let's say, mm. whereas a food product wouldn't need that field. So each product, if we look at food for a minute, they would have um, a specific set of template fields that you need to populate. So there's a list of mandatory fields, and the key one of those is your, your GS1 barcode. Mm. Um, the title, the description, um, the keywords, the weight of the product, let's say. The, uh, and, and then you'll have a an, an vast number of um, optional fields where a customer might use to search. So, um, you know, an example might be uh, like an optional field on, uh, an ele- on an electronics product or an optional field on food. Mm. So depending on how much you populate in the template, um, you can get better success uh, on Amazon. And okay. the, so Amazon have started to to validate the GS1 barcode now. So that's okay. kind of your number one port of call should be make sure your barcode is a legitimate purchase from GS1. Mm. Because that's the kind of the first field that you use to create your product. Okay, so what you're saying is kind of the more data you have to input, the better. Yeah. Make sure all the fields are filled out and to have your GS1 barcode to put in there as well. Yeah. Um, how important then is product photography? Yeah, it's, it, it's key because it, it, if we go back to when you're looking at your research you're, and you put your search term into the search bar on Amazon, you get a set of results there. And the first thing, the, the thing that really jumps out is the product photo. Mm. So the um, brands that invest in good product photography and professional product photography um, do experience uh, better kind of click-throughs, better conversion as well, because it's just it, it attracts the eye from a customer's perspective, and they can um, they're more likely to click on a link where they instantly recognize the product and they can zoom in to look at the label, let's say. Mm. So Amazon has a certain standard for products. So the first product needs to have a white background. First image needs to have a white background. But after that, you can put in, you can zoom in on a particular feature of the product or you could have lifestyle shots. Video is Mm. getting more and more important now on Amazon because if someone, if you could show your product in use, then it's definitely a key um, factor to convince customers to purchase your product. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, you can kind of see, you can get an idea of what the standard is by looking at your search uh, results. At your listings, yeah. What I love about about shopping on Amazon is the questions and answers. Like you can see all of the questions that people have asked about the product yeah. and then, 
uh, you know, the, the different answers. And it's amazing the level of detail that people will go into about certain aspects of, you know, I was look, recently looking up food processors and I was like, how is it doing hummus? How is it doing, yeah, yeah. you know, X, Y, Z? And you can get every single piece of information. And it's brilliant. It's a brilliant customer experience to be able to get that level of, of detail information, especially when you're buying something online and you can't see it like you would yeah. in a retail store. Yeah, there's, it's one of the kind of key areas that we use as well and that brands should use is to look at the questions mm. and look at the key, the most, uh, the key reviews and see what people love about the product, mm. what people hate about the product and what people say, oh, I wish it had this particular feature or mm. I wish it was slightly smaller or it was too big or it went off too quick. And there's a lot of gold there in terms of customer reviews that, as a brand owner, you would you never get because you're yeah. not you're not customer facing. You're not in the retail landscape where someone's going to complain to you and say, "I wish this was something different." Yeah. But it's all down there. And when you sell on um, Amazon for a while, you really get a good indication of what your customers love, hate, and wish were better about your products. So that's a valuable kind of data source. Yeah, it's like a market research for and free, basically. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Yeah, that's 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 brilliant. And you can kind of see the you can see on Amazon the brand owners that are really uh you know invested in answering all the questions and you know updating their listings and putting in new information, adding videos and even the um I love the uh, customer pictures as well. That can give you a whole new level of information because things look so different from on the customer photography as opposed to the beautiful professional uh, photography. That's true. true. Yeah, but there's like a customer review because people think it's us against them, you know, and a lot of consumers think that Amazon is, is, is... making all these sales on the platform and actually they're not it's almost 60 mm-hmm. percent are third-party sellers like small brands medium brands um are actually making the majority of sales on the platform aiden how if if somebody is listening today and they're kind of like okay i want to get started on amazon i'm not really sure i need a little bit of help how can they get in touch with you uh how do they find more about df5 e-commerce Sure, yeah. Well, you can look at the website, so df5ecommerce.com, or you can check me out on LinkedIn. Um, Aiden Duffy is my name. You can find me with uh, Aiden Duffy or Aiden Duffy Amazon. Uh, what what we do kind of for brands is, in the early days when I started working with brands, we would kind of go um, three months or six months down the road and um sometimes we'd hit a snag or like a red flag issue mm. that the brand had said, I wish I'd known that, you know, or I wish I'd asked that question otherwise we wouldn't have, have gone this far. Mm. So what I started to do then early with brands is to do a viability study okay. where I take their top five products and I look at the search demand. I look at if they're, if they're already selling on Amazon, could I, how would I improve the listing, how they're doing versus their competitors, what mm. kind of sales are they, their competitors making versus that they're making and what might be the reasons for that. And we try to give, then we look at the, give it an idea of the referral fees, the any fees that might be involved and kind of give a, 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 a quantitative kind of, um, you know, uh, response to our idea of what's, 
what the brand can expect if they list on the platform. You know, so that might be looking at the number of sellers and the revenue opportunity for brands as well. So that okay. for me is, is a really good useful first stage mm. um, for brands that are already on Amazon and want to improve or else brands who are looking at Amazon. Okay. And if someone listening wants to do that, they can sort of contact you through your website or through your LinkedIn yeah. um, to, to kind of get started there. So listen, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. And it's a really interesting topic, definitely very you know, current at the moment with the new fulfillment centre. So it's really interesting to hear about how um, Irish brands can get started. So thanks for, for coming on and sharing your wisdom with us today. Laurie's delighted to be of help. Thanks very much. Thanks, Aidan. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thank you to our contributor today, to Aidan Duffy of DF5 e-commerce. Today's episode of Scan Talk by GS1 Ireland was presented and produced by me, Phanil Malone. You can subscribe to ScanTalk on Apple, Google, Acast, or on our website, gs1ie.org forward slash podcast. Talk to you next time.